morning. So, welcome back. Um, if this is your first listen, this is Kaylee Days Hotel Reads, Writes, and Rants. Um, I am doing my podcast from the car again because this is when I have some time to myself right now. Um, this morning has been a bit of a challenge. Um, if you are new to following me on social or just new to me in general, um, I suffer from fibromyalgia. Well, I don't like saying suffer from because while it sucks, I have to live with it. So, um, And today was one of those days where the cold weather in the air has made my joints and my shins and my body in general pretty much unworkable. <laughs> so I am moving quite slowly this morning. And I'm not super looking forward to getting to work where we just have stairs and I have to make it upstairs. But anyway, um, so I have a 10-year-old daughter and an 8-year-old son um, who also don't like getting up in the morning if possible, especially in Canada by this time of the year. It is still, oh, there goes some tires. It is still dark when we have to get up. So this morning was a slow day for all of us. Um, Anyway, back to the actual point of the podcast. (laughs) Um, So I am a mom. I have a full-time job. I do this blog where the purpose of it is advocacy for mental illness and women's rights and, 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 um, And today's topic is um, a book called uh, The Five Second Rule by Mel Robbins. And I'm going to uh, give you a little bit of my follow-up on the Doctor Who that I watched, which I am a week behind, so there you have it. Um, And then we're going to quickly talk about um, balancing based on a book that I read last week and I reviewed last week by Laura Vanderkamp. Um, so first of all, the book, The Five Second Rule, I have been listening to it on Audible, so I can listen to it on my way to and from work. The book is the choice for, um, Siobhan and I's virtual book club. Um, if you follow us, we have, um, a friend of mine named Siobhan Lennox has a company called RF Empower, where she, um, empowers women through um, basically the same thing as we do here, Um, and we decided to join or start a virtual book club. Once a month, we get together, we select a book, um, and then we get together on Zoom so that anybody in any part of the world can listen to it. And uh, yeah, so this month we're doing The Five Second Rule by Mel Robbins, and The Five Second Rule is her um, system for everyday acts of courage. Now you may have seen this referred to in Mel Robbins' TED Talk. Um, She's quite well known for it. Um, But what it is, is that you can do anything that you set your mind to, follow your instinct, don't spend too much time thinking about things, just do it. But sometimes it's hard to just do something. So she says that you have to push yourself. So you five, four, three, two, one, blast off. Five, four, three, two, one, go. 
do your thing. What you do is you count backwards from five and then physically move. The idea is that by doing that, you've reset your frontal cortex, I think is what she was referring to. I don't remember what part of the brain, but I think it's the prefrontal or the frontal cortex, something like that, um, into thinking that this is something actionable rather than something to mull over. Because once you get past five seconds, you've already started to think of all the ways that it's not gonna work, you shouldn't do it, you should slow down, give it some thought, and then you've talked yourself out of doing it. Um, one of her examples was that she does not like getting out of bed in the morning, which dot, 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 I can relate to. Um, so what she says is instead of hitting the snooze button, when it first goes off, instead of rolling over, hitting the snooze button and snuggling back into bed for nine more minutes of not so great sleep, she says that you go, okay, five, four, three, two, one, and then you push yourself out of bed. Um, if you want to get out of bed to read a book, you want to get out of bed to work on your blog, you want to get out of bed to have five minutes to yourself before your kids get up, or you just would like to get out of bed and start your day. Um, you have to physically push yourself out of bed. You don't want to go for a run? Five, four, three, two, one, out the door you go. Um, it's a really interesting book, and the way she reads it, because she's the reader of the Audible that I've been listening to, um, she's very no-nonsense. It's like, why not? This sounds easy. This sounds stupid. Um, one thing that she <laughs> talks a lot about is how stupid the rule sounds to her, and that's the word she uses, stupid. But while it sounds stupid, um, it is also, um, it works. And she talks about how counting upwards, going one, two, three, four, five, does not work because then you're tempted to go six, seven, eight, nine, ten. Um, so we're going to talk more about it on Sunday um, during Virtual Book Club. If you're interested, please drop a comment in the um, notes, and um, or go visit me on uh, Facebook or Instagram and send a request to join the Facebook group. Um, we would love to have you. The more the merrier. Um, this is for a personal growth sort of conversation. Um, those are the books we're already working on. Uh, we have the next three books picked out, so hopefully you will be wanting to join us for one of those. Um, and yeah, go check out Mel Robbins. Check out the book. It is super, super good. And it is, um, if you're not really into self-helpy kind of stuff, the book will still resonate with you, especially if there's something that you're trying to force yourself to do, like speak up more in meetings or uh, talk to your husband about something or your wife about something that's bothering you. It's just, um, it's a weird rule, but it seems to be working so far. All right, so, Doctor Who. I know, such a good segue. I have so got to learn how to do this better. Uh, <laughs> Doctor Who. I love Doctor Who. Love it, love it, love it. Um, like, Matt Smith is still my doctor. Sorry, I love everybody else-ish. But Matt Smith, 11, is my doctor. Um, but I am really, really liking Jodie Whittaker as the 13th doctor. One, I love her outfit. I want it. want to wear it every day. Um, two, she is very much along the vein of the cheerful, uh, silly, crazy doctor 
um, that I love, like very much more on the lines between, more like a cross between a David Tennant's Doctor and Matt Smith's Doctor, which is kind of a relief after um, Peter Capaldi's Doctor. Um, that's my personal opinion. I'm sure there must be some 12th Doctor fans out there. I just don't personally know any of them. <laughs> um, but anyway, I just saw the, ep- the second episode. Um, I'm one week behind, obviously. Clearly, I spend a lot of time watching TV when on my night off. Um, but anyway, they just found the TARDIS. And you got to see what the new TARDIS interior looks like, uh, and her new, her and her three new companions. Um, it's crazy though, because like I know every time there's a regeneration, you kind of have to get used to the new Doctor. You got to get used to the new TARDIS. But I don't know about this new TARDIS. Like seriously, it's dark and doesn't really seem to have any buttons or anything, um, which is probably fine. I mean, basically the TARDIS controls itself for the most part, but, um, you know, it's kind of hard to stabilize the TARDIS when there's nothing but a button that produces biscuits. So, I don't know. We'll have to see. I don't know what she's going to do in the third episode. Um, If you've already seen it, shush. Just let me know if you liked it, but don't tell me what it's about. Um, do you like the new TARDIS? Do you like the new Doctor? How are you feeling about this? Um, honestly, I don't really think that it makes much difference whether the Doctor is a he or a she because the Doctor is the Doctor. And um, they've done a really great job casting Jodie Whittaker so that she is the Doctor. It doesn't really matter um, because it is an alien, not an actual human. And besides, what difference does gender make in the long run? Um... So yeah, let me know what you think. Let me know whether you are falling in love with the new Doctor, whether you like the new TARDIS, um, and what your opinions are. Do you think that moving forward she will be the same um, as the old Doctor? What do you think? Moving off of Doctor Who and back on to um, the idea of balance. Last week we talked about, or I reviewed Laura Vanderkam's book, I Know How She Does It how successful women make the most of their time and she talked about how your time is blocks of tiles that you can move around to fulfill your life to the best of your ability um and so since reading that book I've been trying to do that as much as possible obviously um the fact that I am doing my podcast from my car again uh should give you some indication that this is how um it works What she says is that you make the most of the time available to you. Well, for me, it takes about half an hour to drive to work, unless there's some catastrophic accident, so keep your fingers crossed that that's not true. Today, um, it takes about a half an hour, which is more than enough time to record a 20 to 25 minute podcast. So, while it may not sound as fantastic as when I recorded curled up on the floor underneath my dresses, um, it gets the time, the thing done in the time that I have available, and um, then I can continue with my day and not feel like I am running behind. Because if I don't post my podcast on Tuesday morning, I feel like I am behind and I've missed my schedule. And 
what is the point of starting something if you're just going to stop it every time it gets challenging to fit in? So here you all have it. You get to listen to the lovely sound of my car rumbling as I drive to work because this is a good use of the time that I am in the car. Um, another thing that I've been doing to try and balance that out is that the hours that are between 6 and 8.30 when my kids are awake um, and I'm home, I'm trying to make sure that that is their time. I'm listening to them talk about their math test for the day or their school field trip on Friday or whatever. Like This is their time to tell me about their day, for us to get lunches um, into lunch kits for tomorrow, dinner on the table. So then if I've got more work to do or I need to set up my plan app or Instagram, that happens after 8.30. Um, in between 8.30 and 10.30, I'll sit on the couch with my husband while he plays a video game. And if I need to get that stuff done still, that's when I upload everything to my app. Um, especially if I wasn't able to wake up early in the morning, because as we discussed in the first segment, mornings are not my favorite. So, um, yeah, so the interesting thing too is that instead of feeling like I can't do this, I can't do this, I've got too much on my plate, you have so many tiles in a week, um, half hour blocks of time. And during those tiles, those half hour blocks, you have to, you deduct the time it takes that you're at work, the time it takes that you are sleeping, um, and then you figure out what fits elsewhere. Um, last night, I had to do a phone call because I'm a volunteer for Lean In Canada based on the Sheryl Sandberg book, Lean In. Um, there's a global organization and we do um, networking. We help women in Vancouver network. So if you're interested in that, let me know. Uh, we're always looking for volunteers and we would really like people to come see, to come to our events. But anyway, I had to do a teleconference for that, which has to take place outside of work time because all of us volunteers have full-time jobs. So that half an hour time period ended up being dedicated to that, um, to that phone call instead of to, um, say, recording the podcast. Um, after that, you, there's dinner with the kids, there's um, spending time with my husband, then it is bedtime and you're back to the next day. So I got up early this morning to make sure that all the lunches were ready and good to go, uh, but unfortunately, I also have to take into account the fact that I have a chronic illness and chronic pain disorder, which can sometimes slow me down. So when I'm looking at my tiles, of the week, I have to consider that while it might normally take a half an hour to get dressed in the morning and put my makeup on and do my hair or whatever, um, there will be days when, like today, I'm moving about 15 minutes slower than I would normally be. Um, so I guess what I'm trying to say is that it is it's, when you look at everything in your schedule, like when you're trying to plan time management, she has an app, well not an app, like if you go to her website, she's got this printable PDF, 
um, with time blocks on it and you can fill in everything you have to do in a week and then you can see how many blank tiles you have and there are more in there than you think there are. Um, for example, scrolling through Facebook for 15 minutes while you wait for your kids to brush your teeth. If you have things to do, that's 15 minutes that could be used elsewhere. Or if you really need a break and you want to scroll through your Facebook or say you say that you don't have time to read, well, those 15 minutes, you could pick up a book and read at least half a chapter. Unless, of course, it's a Dan Brown novel, then in 15 minutes, you could probably read four chapters. <laughs> it's just figuring out how you're spending your time and budgeting for what you want to do. So the same like with when you're budgeting your money, you don't just go, okay, well, there's all my money. That means I can buy whatever I want because there's my money. What you're doing is saying, okay, so after I pay my mortgage and my car payments and my, and my, and my, I have this much money left to go to a movie. Okay, cool. It's the same. If you're looking at your time and you say, I need to sleep, I need to eat, I need to go to work, I need to take the kid to the doctors, great. How many extra tiles do you have after you've budgeted for that time? And then in those tiles, you figure out what you want to do. Do you have a hobby that you want to do? Well, for me, my hobby is updating my blog and doing my social media and doing this podcast. So that is what I allot for in this time period. What do you allot for? It's your choice. But if you say all the time, I don't have time for that. I don't have time for that. I don't have time for that. That's fine if it's something you don't want to do. But if there's stuff you would really like to do and you just genuinely don't think you have time for it, I can't recommend highly enough that you go to... Laura Vanderkam's website. You can just Google Laura Vanderkam time management and um, say that you want to join the uh, time management challenge and you can see what you are spending your time on every hour you just or every half an hour or every 15 minutes depending on how you want to break it down. Um, and you can see where you're spending your time. And if you're spending your time on things that you want to be doing, that's awesome. Good job. But if you're spending your time on things that you're like, oh my God, I can't believe I just spent eight hours this week scrolling through Facebook. I don't even like spending time on Facebook. I'm just doing it to kill time. Then maybe it's time to consider how you could allot the eight hours over the span of the week and go, okay, so when I'm cooking dinner and I'm waiting for the pot to boil, do I really want to be scrolling through my Facebook feed or is there something else? Could I pick up a book? Could I sit down and make slime with my daughter? Like there are lots of options. But if you say, yeah, I want to be scrolling through Facebook for that 15 minute time, that's great. But you have to acknowledge that that's how you're choosing to spend your time. So I'm finding that balance is not really a good word because I don't feel like I'm balanced. Uh, when I'm at work, I'm at work. When I'm at home, I'm at home. But I do feel like whatever, um, it, it is making me more, more intentional with how I spend my time, which for me is huge because um, one of the reasons the five second rule appeals to me is that I tend to be fairly impulsive and I get an instinct to do something and I do it. 
well, that doesn't leave a lot of space for time management because it's like, oh, well, I want to go get coffee. I'm going to get coffee. Oh, wait, I have a teleconference that starts in five minutes and I'm across the street at Starbucks. Um, it's just, it makes you more careful about where you're spending your time and more aware of what you're doing during that time. So go check it out. Um, let me know if you are choosing to participate. And um, I'm curious, how are you spending your time? How could you be spending it different? Um, would you spend it differently if you knew where you were spending it? And if not, what are you doing? How are you managing your time already so efficiently? Because I could really use the help. <laughs> All right. So thank you for joining me. I really am excited that you guys have decided to listen. Um, thank you, thank you, thank you. Next week, we'll, I don't know, maybe I'll have caught up with the last episode of Doctor Who and eventually I'll get this man in this high castle because I'm sorry, but Doctor still comes first. Um, and I will be letting you know how the virtual book club went if you didn't participate and if you did, I'm looking forward to sharing with you the insights from whatever happened. And um, <clears throat> next week's book that we will be discussing is a surprise, dot, 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 i.e. I have no idea yet, but I will figure it out. So have a great Tuesday. Have a great week. Have a great whatever day it is that you are listening to this podcast. And I look forward to talking to you next week. Have a great day. Bye.